0: Hey everybody, this is Solois, and welcome to another episode of Highwind Herald. This one is a little different than previous episodes because, well, Solois is flying Soloist! Aha! Get it? Yeah. Well, my um, co-host Wolfkins cannot make it today because, well, life has come up and we don't have time to get together and we didn't want to miss a week, especially since, like, there's nothing going on. Usually, we only miss weeks for holidays and stuff, but, you know, I had the idea that we could do solo episodes where we get a little more deep into our own personal connections with Final Fantasy and maybe just talk about ourselves a little bit more, even if it gets a little off topic or something. That way, it can be a little more personal than, you know, having a conversation with somebody. Now, Wolfkins and I are obviously are brothers, so we've known each other our whole lives, so we already know each other. But you all know us as these ominous voices that speak about Final Fantasy every now and then on your podcast, wherever you get them. So hopefully this will allow us to give you a little more insight to our own personal experiences with Final Fantasy and why we love them so much. Now we've already done an episode where we kind of talk about our own upbringing with Final Fantasy and what got us into it and everything, but I want to go back and do a little recap because that was Man, that was back in our first episode when we did our Final Fantasy 16 reaction, so it's been a really long time since then. Um, basically, I was very young when I got into Final Fantasy. I think I was about nine years old in um, third grade elementary school, and the only RPG games I had really ever played at that point in my life were like Pokemon. Um, the first game I ever owned myself actually was Pokemon Gold and if you've played pokemon compared to final fantasy yes they're both rpgs but a pokemon is a lot more simple like it's basically a rock paper scissors format whereas final fantasy is a lot more it's a lot deeper so i've always watched my brother play final fantasy games um a few that come to mind i think i i think i watched him play a little bit of like 7 um he hadn't started 8 at this point yet i don't think I don't think I really, genuinely don't remember, <laughs> but I remember again, like I said in that one episode, the one day when he picked me up from school. When I think I was trying to just get out of school, you know, I was sick, but I really wanted to go home. And I um, saw in the back seat of his car Final Fantasy IX, and it looked really interesting. You know, I always thought it was fun watching him play Final Fantasy, but at the time, me being a kid, I. Wasn't that interested in it? Like, if if it were seven, I was mostly interested in like Red Thirteen and Kate Sith because, well, I was a kid, and those were the most kid friendly looking characters in that game. Everything else just looked a little boring to me. Now, obviously, I'm older, and I don't really think that anymore. But when I saw Final Fantasy IX, you know, I saw Zidane and Vivi and Steiner. Everyone looked goofy and cartoony, and I thought this this looks really special this looks really fun I was uh, I asked him what is this uh, it's Final Fantasy 9 let one of my friends borrow it and they finally gave it back to me well I instantly think I slid it into my book bag <laughs> and went home and popped it in because the PlayStation I grew up with was actually a hand-me-down from my brother One one year for Christmas he regifted it and gave me his PlayStation 1 At the time, it was very sweet, but now I know it's just because he got a PS2 and didn't need it anymore. (laughs) But it was still a very nice gesture, and if it hadn't been for that, I wouldn't have been able to play Final Fantasy IX and a lot of these games that I honestly grew up with. So I plugged it in, and I started playing, and I absolutely fell in love with it. The world, the characters, everything about Final Fantasy IX was amazing. And when I found out other Final Fantasy games share similarities between each other, like you know, Moogles and Chocobo's Come Back and everything. That made me realize I really need to dive deeper into this Final Fantasy fandom because this game is so great and the idea that there's more, the idea that there's more stories with different characters but have similar themes was super exciting. I always liked the fact that Final Fantasy wasn't direct sequels to each other. I like that each story has its own set of characters and its own world and own rules that they have to abide by. But shared similar themes that kept them closely connected to where you know, yeah, this is a Final Fantasy game regardless. So that was it. I played Final Fantasy IX, and it was time to move on to whatever next Final Fantasy game I was going to play. And there were a lot of options. I think I started Final Fantasy X, VIII. Um, I think I started Eight because my brother was playing Eight, and when he finished it, I wanted to try it out. And we all know that it didn't really stick the landing with me, personally. Uh, but I'm not going to use this opportunity of being alone and Wolfkin's not being here to trash on the things that I normally wouldn't get the chance to. And I want to try to I'm going to try to stay away from topics like that because there's no, there's no need in that. But I think the next game I moved on to seriously was Ten, but I was not able to beat it. I think it probably got too hard. I remember the exact part I quit playing was uh, I hardly remember the context because it's been years since I played Final Fantasy Ten. But you're on that snowy mountain. Where Kamari has his solo fight, and that area where you fight Seymour, I could not get past as a child. I could not beat him. He was too hard. So I quit promptly. As a kid, I didn't try to overcome things. You know, as I was a kid, we gotta go. I gotta keep playing games. I gotta I can't waste my time. If I'm stuck, I'm stuck. We're done. We're moving on. But I did like Final Fantasy X. I liked the characters, so I thought, well, if I can't beat 10, then surely I can beat ten two, right? So that leads into the really weird order of things, where the first Final Fantasy game I beat was Final Fantasy nine, and the second Final Fantasy game I beat was Final Fantasy ten two, not Final Fantasy ten, Final Fantasy ten two. Um, I hardly remember anything about ten two as well, since I beat it as a kid. I have literally not even touched it since. I have not even kind of gone back to that game. I remember the story I, I I remember very little about the story actually because I was a kid and at the time I wasn't paying too close attention to the story, just like the main highlights. I remember thinking it was a little weird, but not bad, but I remember thinking the battle system was just a faster Final Fantasy IX. So I loved it. In comparison to Ten, I thought the battle system was better. But I'm not going to say that nowadays. I've played 10. 10's a lot more fresh on my mind. Now I have beaten 10, and it is a very special game. And I think I could probably say the battle system in 10 is better than the battle system in 10-2. But again, I haven't played 10-2 in a very long time. I owe that game a replay now that I'm thinking about it. But after that, the order of things gets so muddy. I really can't remember what order of Final Fantasy games I've beaten. But I had the mindset that I need to keep going forward. Right? I beat 9 and I need to keep going for it. I need to play 12, I need to play 13, Um, and I did try playing both of those games, and with no avail. I have since gone back and beaten 12. 12, I thought, was really bad (laughs) growing up. I really could not get invested at all, but, you know, when the Zodiac Age came out on PS4, I got it and played it a lot, and Really loved the story. No, 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 got that backwards. I really loved the gameplay, but was not crazy about the story. And I've not yet given 13 another chance because it left such a bad impression on me back in the day when I tried it. But, you know, one day one day I'll go back and see if there's any redeeming qualities there. Again, I'm not going to talk about 13, though. We're going to move on. <laughs> I'm not going to use this solo opportunity for something like that. No, we're not doing that. Um, but it was when I discovered online gaming videos on youtube um this was probably this was well into youtube but not like i was probably around 2010 11 um when i really started getting into youtube let's plays and the story behind it was i was playing final fantasy 1 on the gba the dawn of souls version and i was stuck as any Kid would be. I think at this time I was probably about thirteen, in the eighth grade. Um, I, I usually measure my life by what grade I'm in instead of how old I was, so it's really hard for me to remember my age sometimes with a lot of these things. But I remember being super stuck on something in Final Fantasy One, and I Googled it. I tried to look it up on Game Facts, like I always did, and it was being very confusing. It wasn't being very straightforward, and I was still lost. So I Googled it instead, and a YouTube video came up, and I thought huh, that probably would work better because not only am I having to read, and, you know, if you're having to read a guide, sometimes the wording can be off and you can can you can you perceive it differently and it's hard to convey exactly what, but with this, you're hearing someone's voice and you're seeing them do it. That worked a lot better for me, so I clicked on this video. I thought, this is going to be great, and I found my first ever Let's Play of Final Fantasy 1. Dawn of Souls. I At this time, I think the YouTube channel that uploaded it no longer uploads. And I honestly can't even remember the name of it at this point. But I remember thinking, this is awesome. <laughs> like, the guy was funny. He had a lot of inside jokes with his viewers, obviously. And it was just so funny. And after watching this, I didn't even pull out my Game Boy to do the thing I learned to do. I kept watching his videos. Because I learned that watching these videos was a lot more entertaining to me than actually getting the guide out of what the video is trying to convey, right? So, this put me down a rabbit hole of watching Let's Plays religiously. All the time, even to this day, I still fall asleep every single night to a Let's Play playing. It is one of the most entertaining things for me to watch. It's just somebody playing a game, being very informative about it, while also being... Funny. Now there are <laughs> there are things where they don't have to be informative and they can just be funny, and I still enjoy it. But the further I got down this rabbit hole, and I was only thirteen, and I thought I really, really, truly do love watching these. What if I made one? And that is pretty much what started me myself realizing my true passion in life, which was to record Let's Plays. At this point in my life, it's evolved a little more into streaming and gameplay related videos, but I still do continue with Let's Plays on YouTube. Uh, it took me a long time to get started, because at the time, obviously, I was a kid, and I tried to get started, but just like any kid who tries to do anything on YouTube, i not any kid, I'm sure there are some that have really succeeded, but I was a 13 year old with Hypercam 2, and I was using the Rock Band mic, I'll say that again, I was using the Rock Band USB mic to record my audio. Needless to say, it was horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I'm so glad those videos are lost to the internet. They were so cringy. But I tried it, and this opened me up to show my love for Let's Plays. But on top of that, to go even deeper, it showed me my love for Let's Plays and Final Fantasy Connected. There were a lot of Let's Players I watched. I'll name drop a few. Like, I really liked watching Nintendo Let's Plays when it came to, like, Chugga Conroy and Nintendo Capri Sun a lot. Those were my two favorites. They were very entertaining, and I loved them. But the Let's Plays I was most interested in creating were JRPG Let's Plays. And at the time in my life, the only JRPGs I was really playing were Final Fantasy. Again, I played Pokemon. I kept up with Pokemon every time they installed a new installment. But outside of Final Fantasy, Pokemon and I think Eternal Sonata were the only JRPGs I'd ever played. Mostly because I kept playing Final Fantasy games. I finally got into the series and I needed to play this giant backlog. And I never would have been interested in playing those giant backlogs if it hadn't been for my one biggest inspiration to record Let's Plays. And my biggest inspiration to even be within the Final Fantasy fandom. And that's H.C. Bailey. To this day, he still uploads Let's Play videos. JRPG Final Fantasy if you need Final Fantasy let's play he is the place to go the man knows his stuff and he has so many one-liners that he has carried through since like 2004 or 6 whenever he started literally so long almost 20 years now and or 15 roughly and he is still carrying on one-liners like he is absolutely an amazing let's player and if I hadn't been for watching him, I would have had never had any interest in trying Final Fantasy like 4, or 5, and 6. And I've on, been on record here on this podcast a lot of in the past saying that I believe the SNES trilogy of Final Fantasy games is the greatest era of Final Fantasy. Now, my favorite in the series, my top three favorites aren't even an SNES game. It's 9, 15, and 7. But consistently, 4, 5, and 6 are, the, in my opinion the best they hit the hardest and i would have never been able to play those if it hadn't been for hc bailey and in fact i think my overwhelmingly positive opinion of final fantasy 4 is mostly carried by his overwhelming po- um, positive opinion of final fantasy 4 it's his favorite and i like final fantasy 4 a lot and i got introduced to the game by watching his videos so it's needless to say that That made me have a really big appreciation for Final Fantasy IV. And this impact that I got from H.C. Bailey by watching these Final Fantasy Let's Plays, it got me into Final Fantasy. It got me loving Final Fantasy. It got me to the point to where I've started a Final Fantasy podcast. That made me realize I want to be that inspiration for people. So that made me realize I really need to push this Let's Play agenda. Now, obviously, at the time that I was trying to start the Let's Play channel, I was going into high school And then after that, even worse, I was going into college. So every time I tried to get started, and even every time I got a lot of momentum, things came up that made me stop. Now, since then, I graduated from college. And when I got a lot more time is when I got a lot more serious about my Let's Play channel. That's why you can find my Let's Play channel. I I, um, shout it out every single podcast episode at the end. If you go there, you see some kind of regular uploads there are times when I don't upload for a while because I get too busy but it's a lot more regular than it has been in the past and I'm really glad that I've kept this passion for let's playing up this long and I can honestly say it it wouldn't be the case if it wasn't for Final Fantasy in general Final Fantasy is just absolutely my favorite favorite game series now My favorite game of all time is Final Fantasy IX. And I do feel like Final Fantasy consistently hits harder than any game series in the world. I truly think that. And my love and passion for Final Fantasy really drove me to discover my love and passion for Final Fantasy Let's Playing. Which I totally owe entirely to my upbringing as a Let's Player. But yeah, this is going to be kind of a shorter episode this week since, you know, it's just me and a lot of what I've already said just now has been repeated from past episodes. But I thought it would be really fun to have solo episodes so we can come on and just kind of ramble about ourselves, about how we feel about Final Fantasy, about, you know, why we like it. Because a lot of people don't really realize that Final Fantasy for a lot of fans of it are is more than just a game series. Now, it's a little dramatic to say that, but as somebody who deeply gets connected to things he's into, I view Final Fantasy as more than just video games. Like it is an escape for me. Like it has impacted my life in a way no other game series has. Now, I'm on record saying confidently that only two things in my entire life have impacted me that way that aren't people, right? People or events. Like two forms of fiction like <laughs> that have affected me that way. And it's Final Fantasy in one piece. But I talk about Final Fantasy here because this is a Final Fantasy podcast, right? Um, it's deeper than just liking video games and thinking the characters are cool, right? Because, I mean, look here. This is something that's kept me and my brother so well connected. I mean, me and my brother were already really close. And I don't have any doubt in my mind that we would have ever fallen out. But because we wouldn't have because we're we're really close. We're practically me, him and my sister. were best friends. But Final Fantasy has just helped us remain all the closer. And it's things like that that really drive home the fact that Final Fantasy is deeper than the stories that the writers convey. And that's something amazing about fiction and everything like that. Video games, movies, books, is that the stories are always deeper than what they mean to be stories can convey and reach somebody and affect them because at the end of the day if it's relatable to you then it has had a very big positive impact on you and final fantasy has done that for me and my brother more so me with nine and again the biggest reason with nine and i i I have a feeling we'll do a nine picture or picture lord i just read the word picture on my (laughs) computer screen because a discord notification popped up i will probably do a nine episode and an eight episode in the future we're gonna talk more about this as we get in but the reason nine really resonates with me a lot is because of zidane like zidane acted exactly how i wanted to act as a kid but he wasn't shy About it, right? Like Zidane was always very happy, go lucky. He made everyone around him smile. He was joking all the time. He really wasn't a depressive person. And that's a type of person I've always wanted to be. And even as a little kid, I saw that and thought, man, he is just so willing to wear his emotions on his sleeves and be so happy. And that's what makes the scene later in the game with his breakdown all the more impactful. But seeing that as a kid, it kind of molded me into being, I, I I think I'm an introvert, but a lot of people think I'm an extrovert, and I think that is because of Zidane. Like, I'm an introvert not by choice. <laughs> I don't want to be an introvert. I wish that I could be more extroverted, but I think I've learned how to behave a little better in extroverted situations because I grew up loving characters like Zidane and Sonic, right? Very confident people. And I wasn't confident as a kid. I'm not confident now as an adult, but these inspirations that I had growing up helped mold me to learn how to get by in situations like that a little better. And that's just an example of how impactful and amazing Final Fantasy is and a little insight into how it's affected my life and how I feel about the series And again, Wolfkins will do one of these in the future, but for now, I just wanted to come in and, you know, say a few things, talk about myself, because who doesn't love talking about themselves, right? But (laughs) anyway, um, the shorter episode this week, next week we'll come back with more news. I don't think there was much news this week, at least there wasn't any stories. Um, One thing I do want to point out real quick, and I probably should have done this at the beginning of the episode, see, I really like Wolfkins being here to organize things, because I'm too scatterbrained to do this, but um PlayStation has reversed their um opinions not opinions PlayStation has reversed their decision there we go decision on what to do about the PS3 and PS Vita stores so the PS3 and PS Vita stores are no longer shutting down but I do believe the PSP store is still shutting down that makes more sense the PSP has been out a very long time But it's, you know, it would make sense, too, for the PS... The one that really didn't make sense to me was the PS Vita. But seeing that it's staying is good. It's a good thing that PS3 is staying, too. So that kind of makes our old episode a little pointless, except for the PSP topics. But, you know, no worrying anymore. Though you've got plenty of time to go get those old Final Fantasy games and, like, Legend of Dragoon and all that stuff. Absolutely. So, with that being said... This is Soloist signing out. If you want to find me on YouTube, find me. Just type in Soloist. I am Starcaller Soloist at Twitch, and I'm Soloist underscore TV at Twitter, and find Wolfkins on Twitter and Highwind Herald on the Twitter as well. And we have a podcast that you're listening to that also has a Discord. So if you want to find the Discord, I believe that the link will be in the show notes. I think that's where he puts it. Um, He does all that. I I talk. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, guys, I'll see you next week. And thank you so much for listening.